This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Hey, 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 welcome back. It's a great day. (laughs) And I am so grateful for A Course in Miracles, for our opportunity to be the two or more who are gathered. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I love to pray. So let us begin right away. (laughs) I invite you to take a breath with me, to place your hand on your heart, And to open your heart, open your mind to infinite intelligence, divine love, leading us and guiding us. Yes. So grateful to open ourselves to an awareness of the perfect love that we already are. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we invite, we invoke the higher Holy Spirit self to walk with us and talk with us. We partner up with the Holy Spirit, putting the Holy Spirit in charge of our life, in charge of our day, in charge of this moment, in charge of our healing. We are grateful and thankful to open ourselves to a healing, a true healing, a healing in our heart, a healing in our mind, a healing in all of our relationships. We open ourselves to a reboot, a reset, going back to the default settings that we are perfect love. We are the perfect givers and receivers of love. This is our true nature and our true identity. We have everything we need pre-installed. So we're grateful and thankful to activate it right now and to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace, in love, in gratitude, we joyfully allow our healing to be. We share the benefits with everyone and let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And actually, right now, I'll just mention I have two prayer classes that are on. Uh, There's my free Pray and Clear, which is a 40-day Pray and Clean Cleanse. It's a detox, and so we're working with mind, body, emotional body, and mental body, as well as spiritual body. We're really pulling it all together to love ourselves free of all limiting thoughts, and we have uh, just an amazing group of people, and you can join us right now and jump right in. And uh, also, there's my prayer power class, which is on right now. And so you can join us in that as well. Two options for you at jenniferhadley.com. And this week, we're going to continue the relationship series that we've been doing for a few weeks here. And this week, the topic that was given to me is the holy instant in your relationship. Holy instant in your relationship. So, when we last were together, we were looking at the two pictures, which is section 4 in chapter 17. Chapter 17 in the text is all about forgiveness and the holy relationship and transforming the special, unholy, unhappy relationship into a happy, holy one. And it gives very, very clear instruction And in this uh, section, the two pictures, in 
paragraph 7, it says, it's talking about defenses. And uh, when we're understanding the difference between special relationship and holy relationship, it's critical to realize the, the basic difference of what we're talking about here is. And this is how I describe it. The special relationship is is the best tool that the ego has to keep you stuck in feeling separate, unhappy, suffering, and misery. And the holy relationship is the best tool that the Holy Spirit has to support you in remembering and recognizing the oneness and unity of all life, as well as the fact that there's never been a separation. Same thing, Andy. So all of our relationships, they're either holy or they're special. There's no in-between. So the holy relationship is what we can achieve when we put the Holy Spirit in charge. And the special relationship is a codependent, dysfunctional, unhappy relationship. And it really has that purpose of keeping separation alive in your mind. In fact, uh, what we were talking about last week from this two-picture section in Chapter 17 in uh, Paragraph 3, it says, Every special relationship you have made has, as its fundamental purpose, the aim of occupying your mind so completely that you will not hear the call of truth. Consider that. So consider how when we're in a special relationship, we can get obsessive about it. We keep thinking and thinking and thinking about it. And remember, it can be a relationship with your dog. It can be a relationship with your child. It can be a relationship with a co-worker. Special relationships, the form of the relationship is unimportant. It's the tone of it. It's the tenor of it. It's the purpose of it that makes it the special relationship. It's not the form. So in order to have the relationship transformed, we invoke the Holy Spirit in to do the heavy lifting of transforming the relationship. And then we watch our mind. Do we cling to the form? Do we cling to the relationship? Is that what we're doing? Because if that's what we're doing, our misery will continue. The separation will continue. The suffering will continue. And this is classic. This is We see this kind of behavior all over the place. Think of, have you ever been in a job where it was not a happy job and you're not enjoying it? But you can't leave. In your mind, you can't leave. You have no other possibility, which actually is insane, because you are the infinite love of God. You're the presence of God. How is it that you could ever be trapped in a job unless you chose that? Same with a relationship. So rather than run away from everything, abandon everything, or just let it go, Instead, let it go to the Holy Spirit. Give it to the Holy Spirit. That's what we do. And the Holy Spirit will transform it. And then, as I said, really our job is to watch, to be truly mindful of when are we trying to take it back and be the controller of the relationship. When are we going back to, oh yes, the old paradigm of the relationship, I've got to keep that intact. Versus really letting go of the form of the relationship. It's releasing the attachment. Remember, all attachments cause suffering. So, in this section, it says here now in paragraph 7, it's essential to realize that all defenses do what they would defend. And remember, a special relationship is a defense against the truth. 
you're basically, if you're holding on to a special relationship, if you're holding on to the form of a relationship, you are declaring that you are not interested in awakening. You're not interested in wholeness. You're not interested in love. You're interested in that codependent, let's make a deal kind of a relationship. Because that's what codependency is. Let's make a deal here. I'll look the other way when you do those things. If you look the other way when I do these things. If you give me this, I'll give you that. You've probably heard me say so many times that the cause of suffering in most situations, you can look at it so easily as, are you giving to get? Giving to get in your relationship, in your job, in any area of your life, giving to get is a recipe for unhappiness. We either give from the overflow and receive from the overflow, or we're giving to get. I love that in this world, it's just so simple. There's no gray area. So in this paragraph 7 of section 4 in chapter 17, it says, It is essential to realize that all defenses do what they would defend. So the special relationship is... What it does is it keeps us separate in our mind. And what does it do, too? It defends the separation. It clings to it, you see. It says the underlying basis for the special relationship's effectiveness is that it offers what it defends. It offers separation. And I describe it this way. You plus me equals shelter against the storm, which always affirms there's a storm. So that's one of the things about special relationship is, and and a special hatred obviously is not quite the same, but sometimes with a special relationship, it's I hate you, therefore I am. You know, because in truth, that is how the ego works. When the ego is filled with anger and hatred, then it has an existence. It's true, it's true. So it says, what the special relationships defend is placed in them for safekeeping. And as they operate, they bring it to you. Every defense operates by giving gifts, and the gifts... The gift is always a miniature of the thought system the defense protects, set in a golden frame. So here we have that frame metaphor that uh, A Course in Miracles gives us, the frame metaphor. So the special relationship is the golden frame. It's the form, you see. The frame is the form. And it says the frame is very elaborate. All set with jewels and deeply carved and polished. Its purpose is to be of value in itself and to divert your attention from what it encloses. But the frame without the picture, you cannot have. Defenses operate to make you think you can. The special relationship has the most imposing and deceptive frame of all the defenses the ego uses. Alright, so just... Uh, to understand this, so relationship can be holy, and the relationship is the picture in the frame. So the frame of the special relationship is the razzle-dazzle that keeps you distracted from what's really going on. And so instead of just having the holy relationship, that beautiful picture, if you will, instead we settle for this frame, set with jewels and deeply carved and polished. Its purpose is to be of value in itself and to divert your attention from what it encloses. The frame of the special relationship encloses a picture of an unholy relationship. 
And it is, as the Course in Miracles says, the most imposing and deceptive of all the defenses the ego uses. So if all you did in your practice of A Course in Miracles, if all you did was focus on being non-judgmental in your relationships and giving your relationships to the Holy Spirit for healing and, and being willing to, every time a thought comes in of how the relationship should be or should not be, what you should do, what the other should do, Every time that thought came into your mind, you made an offering of it. You put it on the altar. And you, you say to the Holy Spirit, please take this thought out of my mind, out of my heart, so I never think it again. I am willing to let go of the form of the relationship in order for it to be made holy. Please make my relationship holy now. Then the Holy Spirit can go to work because we're releasing the attachment. Now, it might feel excruciating. It might feel difficult. And this is what the, uh, Jesus talks about in uh, the section 5, which is the very next section, called the healed relationship. Yeah, it might be difficult. And you know what else he says in section 5? He says that the majority of people, actually, yeah share it with you right now since I have it it says here that many relationships have been broken off at this point in the pursuit of the old goal reestablished in another relationship so this is what many people do they while the relationship is in the process of being made holy and the form is up in the air it's being transformed People abandon the relationship because in their heart, they would prefer to have a special relationship than a holy one. It's true. And that's what he says here. Many relationships have been broken off at this point in the pursuit of the old goal reestablished in another relationship. For once the unholy relationship has accepted the goal of holiness, it never again can be what it was. The relationship will never again be what it was. And having gone through so much of this relationship transformation, I can honestly say that there's not one person I've ever encountered that once they got to the holy relationship says, I would rather have my special relationship back. Not one person I've ever encountered. And I've had my relationships transformed, and I can honestly say, yes, it is worth it. Go for it. Do not give up. Let the Holy Spirit do its work. Oh, my goodness. So, going back to the two pictures in the frame, the special relationship has the most imposing and deceptive frame of all the defenses the ego uses. Its thought system is offered here, surrounded by a frame so heavy and so elaborate that the picture is almost obliterated by its imposing structure. So this is what codependency is. It's this elaborate, imposing frame that is so heavy that it obliterates the fact that the frame is around an unholy, unhappy relationship. You might have moments of happiness. And you know what those moments of happiness are usually about? They're about when we connect in the heart or we think for a blessed moment that we might have what we want. So if we think, oh, this person is going to answer my prayers, oh, this person is going to meet my needs. Oh, this person is going to validate my existence. Oh, this person is going to complete me. Then we are making this unholy relationship bargain. And it is so heavy. It's so deceptive. And it is very elaborate. Codependency is very elaborate. Into the frame are woven all sorts of fanciful and fragmented illusions, illusions 
of love, set with dreams of sacrifice and self-aggrandizement, and interlaced with gilded threads of self-destruction. Now, ain't that the truth? Oh, my Lord. So let's just look at those for a second. See if you can recognize these threads woven into the frame of your special relationship. So just take a moment here. Is there an element of sacrifice in your relationship? Either that you're asking someone to give something up, or you have to give something up. You have to give up your identity in some way. You have to give up your what? Is there a sacrifice? Just taking a moment to see if you can see. Where is that sacrifice? Might be in your job. Might be in your marriage. Might, where is that unholy relationship that you'd like to transform? Where is the, the dream of sacrifice? And self-aggrandizement. Can you find that? Interlaced with gilded threads of self-destruction. You see how there's self-destruction woven into your relationship. And sometimes, you know what, the self-aggrandizement, the self-destruction... sacrifice it's all in a fantasy looking for it it's so important to look for it So looking for these pictures in your mind and how you entertain them. Some people might not be familiar with the word self-aggrandizement. So it's where I I think of, um, as I'm listening to the roosters in the background, I'm thinking of how somebody gets puffed up by the ego. So you make me feel more special. You make me feel greater, grander self-aggrandizement so look for those pictures in your relationship in your mind in your fantasy of the relationship in your fantasy of what you think you want and need remember that one of the things the themes in A Course in Miracles is that Jesus says you think you know what makes you happy but you don't know so give up trying to make yourself happy And give it all over to me, to the Holy Spirit, so that you can actually experience true happiness and be the happy learner. Now, listen to this as it goes on here from Gilded Threads of Self-Destruction. It says, the glitter of blood shines like rubies and the tears are faceted like diamonds and gleam in the dim light in which the offering is made. Look at the picture. Do not let the frame distract you. This gift is given you for your damnation. And if you take it, you will believe that you are damned. Now, consider in your special relationships, in the unhappy, unholy relationship, have you ever felt damned? Have you ever felt completely damned because you think you love this person, you say you love this person, you need this person, you want this person, something like that in your life. And again, it can be, a special relationship can even be with an animal where it's so critical and yet you feel damned because you can't find a way to make the relationship happy. Well, you can't find the relationship way to make the relationship happy. So wouldn't it be wiser to give up trying? 
and instead allow the relationship to be transformed for you on your behalf into a holy relationship that brings you joy. We have to give up trying to control. We have to give up trying to manipulate. There's no other way to have a holy relationship. It says, you cannot have the frame without the picture. What you value is the frame, right? The form of the relationship, the what you think it brings you, the the gems, the jewels, the, the dreams of sacrifice and self-aggrandizement interlaced with gilded threads of self-destruction. You cannot have the frame without the picture. What you value is the frame, for there you see no conflict. Yet the frame is only the wrapping for the gift of conflict. So all the trappings of the relationship, the what, what you think the represent, relationship represents, that's the frame, you think that fantasy, that dream is without conflict, but it's, you're experiencing the conflict in the relationship. The thing is, the relationship is the only part that's real. The frame is nothing. The form is nothing. The frame is not the gift. Be not deceived by the most superficial aspects of this ego thought system. For these aspects enclose the whole complete in every aspect. Death lies in this glittering gift. Let not your gaze dwell on the hypnotic gleaming of the frame. Look at the picture and realize that death is offered you. Allow the relationship to be transformed. Now, here we come to the holy instant. This is why the holy instant is so important to the, in the defense of truth. So what is the holy instant? It's that moment of perfect communion. It's a moment of perfect giving and receiving. Perfect attunement to the higher Holy Spirit self. And we can experience it on our own or with other beings. It says, the truth itself needs no defense, but you do need defense against your acceptance of the gift of death, which is the unholy relationship, the special relationship. When you who are truth accept an idea so dangerous to truth, you threaten truth with destruction, and your defense must now be undertaken to keep truth whole. The power of heaven the love of God, the tears of Christ, and the joy of his eternal spirit are marshaled to defend you from your own attack. For you attack them, being part of them, and they must save you, for they love themselves. Alright, let's break that down here, and uh, we're going to be taking a break here, so we can break that down when we come back. I love this. I love A Course in Miracles. I love, I can feel the transformation and the healing happening. I can feel the light bulbs going on. And it's so beautiful, so beautiful to reclaim our true identity and to give the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting. Uh, Let's see. I've got a couple of announcements. And uh, I will share those when I come back. One thing for you to know if you're interested in going to the A Course in Miracles conference, the price went up today, but I have access to some discounted tickets if you're interested. And I've got some wonderful retreats and opportunities coming up as well. So I'll tell you about those when we come right back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about the holy instant in your relationship. We're living the love, we're walking the talk on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. 
Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. I'm so happy to join with you. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> so, before we get back into the in- holy instant, I'd like to mention a couple of things. So, one is, if you are interested in going to the Course in Miracles conference this year in Las Vegas, um, the price goes up today, and I forget if it's 600 or 650 something like that, and that does not include your hotel, but it does include some of the meals and, um, and all the speakers, 40 different speakers, including myself. And uh, I have some access to some tickets that are only $390. So if you're interested in joining us in Las Vegas... Uh, April, I believe it's 789. Uh, will you send an email to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com, admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com, and we'll hook you up. Now, the other thing is that uh, I'm offering my spiritual counseling training uh, once again. So it's been two years since I offered my spiritual counseling training. Uh, and I, what I'm doing is I offer a week-long intensive. And you can come to my week-long intensive and not go any further. Just enjoy the week-long intensive. Uh, we found that quite a number of people liked doing that, found it very, very valuable. And then, uh, but you can also come into my certification program, which includes some of my classes and one-on-one work with me. There's a lot to it. And so you can check that out as well. And then I'm also offering a Stop Playing Small Retreat. And that is in May. All these events are in May and uh, I hope to have them on the events page today at jenniferhadley.com. And so you can check all those events out right there. Also right now, I've got my Pray and Clear on, my 40 Days of Pray and Clear. So this is a free program for anyone. We're doing a, a detox, and we're do, working on mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical levels. And you can join us right now as well as my uh, prayer power class. So if you'd like to come on retreat with me, if you'd like to come to my spiritual counseling intensive, we're going to have a beautiful time in the month of May. All the details at jenniferhadley.com. All right. So back to the holy instant in our relationships. So the holy instant is that moment of giving and receiving perfect communication. And we can have it in our relationship. And it is the best defense against the truth. And so you see, this is why the holy relationship is the best option that we have for transforming our heart and mind. We, we fool ourselves. When the ego is running our spiritual practice, we fool ourselves into thinking that studying A Course of Miracles is the thing that's going to change our life. But I've met many people who have told me, Jennifer, I've been studying A Course of Miracles for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and even 30 years. People have told me, but until they heard what I was talking about, they never thought to really live it and apply it moment by moment, fully embracing it as the way they're living their life. Now, of course, it's all right here in A Course in Miracles. I didn't make it up. I am all, all I'm doing is sharing you what I'm hearing here in A Course in Miracles, what I'm feeling in A Course in Miracles, what I perceive Jesus is saying to me. Now, he's saying the same thing to everyone. But you see, when the ego is driving our spiritual practice, as used to be the truth for me, absolutely, then we don't hear the truth. We hear the ego, even in our spiritual practice. And this is why my classes, my events, my retreats, we get in, we do the work. It's not about studying. It's about having a transformative healing experience. It's about deepening your healing 
practice, moment by moment, day by day. And I have so many offerings, many of them are free, many of them are classes where you can do the real work with me, finding freedom, etc. You can do this work on your own. You do not need a teacher. And if you'd like one, and you're really interested in doing this work, let's partner up. Get in a class with me. Come to a retreat with me. Let's do this work. Let's get her done. That's what I say. That's what I'm here for, to do my own work and to share the benefits of it and to share what I am learning as I do my own work. And I love to gather people together for a holy purpose. And holy relationships break out all over. That's that's the truth of it. So I'm inviting you to pick one relationship. And I always say, go for the one that's the most challenging and allow the Holy Spirit to make it holy. Stop thinking you know how the relationship should be. Stop thinking you know what will make you happy. Just keep surrendering those thoughts. Oh, I don't need that thought anymore. Oh, I'm putting the Holy Spirit in charge. Oh, I don't know what anything is for. I'm only upset for the reason I think. Mm. What could I not accept if I but knew that everything was gently planned by one whose only purpose is my good? I can choose peace instead of this. Over and over and over again, we use the teachings of A Course in Miracles to support us in choosing again in changing our mind. So, now, breaking this down, the power of heaven, the love of God, the tears of Christ, and the joy of His eternal Spirit are marshaled to defend you from your own attack. For your for you attack them. So I I like the phrase company of heaven. The company of heaven. So all the ascended masters, the angels, all the myriad beings of love and light who are expressions of divine love and perfect wholeness just like we are. All of them, those who have awakened, arisen, or never fell into separation, they are with us. They are aligned with us, always, now and forever. And so, all of heaven, the company of heaven, will marshal its resources to defend you from your own attack. Be willing. Be willing, be willing, be willing. Because... It says, for you attack them. You attack the company of heaven, being part of them. So when we attack ourselves, we're attacking the company of heaven. When we're attacking ourselves, we're attacking Jesus. What you do to the least of them, you do to me. It's a one way to express the oneness. So it says, they must save you. For they love themselves. Now, one of the ways they save us is to always be with us. Never never let us be alone. Of course, there is no alone. There's only the oneness. But they're always watching over us. This is why Jesus mentions the angels again and again in A Course in Miracles. And in Lesson 183, I did a whole show on this in September of... I think it was September, August, September, I think it was September, 2014, on Lesson 183, I call upon God's name and on my own. So it says there in paragraph 2, God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. How completely awesome is that, right? Say the name of God. In the name of the beloved, I am that I am. I declare I am worthy of all this love and assistance. So, going back to the two pictures. When we attack ourselves, we attack heaven. When we attack our loved ones, we attack ourselves. There is no 
other. So all attack is self-attack. So if your attack is in the form of a judgment, an opinion, a thought, words, a belief, someone is less than, someone is not enough, someone is bad or wrong, whether it's you or someone else, you are attacking yourself and all humanity. And you're doing it with the full force of God because that's what you are. Your life is the life of God. Your mind is the mind of God. Your heart is the heart of God. Your word is the word of God. Changing your mind. Calling upon the Holy Spirit, higher Holy Spirit self. This thought, this belief, wherever it came back, came from, Please take it out of my mind so I never think it again. Heal it back to the root cause and let anyone else who has a thought like this experience a healing also. I do not need this thought, this belief, this opinion, this judgment, this attack anymore. I'm done with it. I'm done. And you know what? I have found as soon as I am actually done, truly, truly done, It's over. It is done. The holy instant is a miniature of heaven. Going back to chapter 17, section 4. The holy instant is a miniature of heaven. So again, what's the holy instant? A moment of perfect giving and receiving. A moment of perfect communication. This is what the body is for. This is what our human experience is for. To give us these opportunities to experience perfect communication. The holy instant. The holy instant is a miniature of heaven sent to you from heaven. It is a picture too set in a frame. Yet if you accept this gift, you will not see the frame at all. Because the gift can only be accepted through your willingness to focus all your attention on the picture. So we focus all of our attention on the picture of wholeness, of beauty, of truth, of perfection, of clarity in our relationship. That's the holy relationship. Yes, indeed. The holy instant is a miniature of eternity. It is a picture of timelessness set in a frame of time. If you focus on the picture, you will realize that it was only the frame that made you think it was a picture. Without the frame, the picture is seen as what it represents. For as the whole thought system of the ego lies in its gift, gifts, So the whole of heaven lies in this instant, borrowed from eternity and set in time for you. The two gifts are offered to you. Each is complete and cannot be partially accepted. So that's the thing. You can't have a somewhat holy, somewhat special relationship. It's one or the other. You can't choose love and fear at the same time. You can't choose unity and separation at the same time. The thing is, you have free will. You are the chooser. You are the chooser. Now, one of the things you can do, as it talks about in the Course, again and again and again, is you can align your will Well, you can align your personality will, the free will that you have within the illusion, with divine will. And that's how you remember that your will is the will of God. Now, in the use of your word, and what you're declaring, your word is still the word of God. Because your mind is still the mind of God. And so, some way, shape, or form you will experience your word. So, form comes in 
the form of thought. It comes in our emotions. It comes in our physical body and physical experiences. It comes in the circumstances and situations of our world. So our mind is the mind of God. And what we choose to think about, we will bring about. We will bring about an experience. It may come in a very tangible way like emotions. Right? Emotions are very, uh, can be very tangible. Anger, upset. Joy is a spiritual quality. It's, it's not really an emotion. Happiness is an emotion. So we choose what we're going to feel. We choose what we're going to experience by our thoughts, right? This is the teaching from A Course in Miracles, The Responsibility for Sight. It's my page 448. I am responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I experience, and I decide upon the goal I would achieve. And everything that seems to happen to me, I ask for and receive as I have asked. I like my shorthand for it is, I am responsible for what I see, and everything is just as I wish it would be. So, if I'm not enjoying it, I have to remember that it's my word, my thought, and my belief that brought it into manifestation. Now, trying to transform the form of it, that's challenging. So that's why I'm a big believer and give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit and say, whatever the root cause of this experience I'm having now that I am not enjoying, please, Holy Spirit, Higher Self, Jesus, Company of Heaven, assist me now in releasing the root cause of it, having a total healing back to the root cause, and... Let me harvest the wisdom fully and completely from this experience so I never have to receive it or experience it again. Let me share the benefits of my learning, my expansion, my healing, the clarity with everyone because I am one with them. So this is the healing practice. Again and again and again throughout the day, we're transforming, we're healing. It's happening now. Gratitude is one of the best gifts we have to keep this healing happening, to gain momentum. I'm grateful that I can learn from this experience. I'm grateful that I can relinquish my attachment. I'm grateful that the higher Holy Spirit self, the company of heaven, and all that is holy is always willing to help me. I'm so grateful I don't have to do the heavy lifting. I'm so grateful that God is now and forever. I'm so grateful that I'm not stuck in time and space, that I'm an eternal being. I'm so grateful that nothing real can be threatened. I'm so grateful I can have a holy relationship. I'm so grateful I'm willing. And then our vibration is lifted, our mind is more open, our heart is more free, and then we can receive more clearly divine insight, divine guidance. When I woke up this morning, I thought, here's another beautiful day to practice and give Jesus what he requests in A Course in Miracles. Just say, you decide for me. Just my teacher, my brother, Holy Spirit, higher self, you decide for me. This day I give to you. My gift to you is to let you lead me and guide me all throughout the day. I don't know what anything is for, but I'd like to. I'd like to understand that everything is for my good, and it can never be otherwise. This is my deep desire. The holy instant is a miniature from heaven, sent you from heaven. So we have these two gifts, the special relationship or the holy relationship. Each is complete and cannot be partially accepted. I'm in paragraph 12 now. Each is a picture of all that you can have seen very differently. You cannot compare their value by comparing a picture to a frame. It must be the pictures only that you compare. Or the comparison is wholly without meaning. 
Remember that it is the picture, it is the relationship that is the gift. And only on the basis, this basis, are you really free to choose. Look at the pictures, both of them. One is a tiny picture hard to see at all beneath the heavy shadows of its enormous and disproportionate enclosure. The other is lightly framed and hung in light, lovely to look upon for what it is. You who have tried so hard and are still trying to fit the better picture into the wrong frame and so combine what cannot be combined, accept this and be glad. These pictures are each framed perfectly for what they represent. One is framed to be out of focus and not seen. The other is framed for perfect clarity. The picture of darkness and of death grows less convincing as you search it out amid its wrappings. Yes, the other picture is lightly framed, for time cannot contain eternity. There is no distraction here. The picture of heaven and eternity grows more convincing as you look at it. So, let's look for the holy relationship that's encoded into every relationship. And let's receive it. Yes. I am going to say a prayer. And I would like to say a thank you and a blessing. If you enjoy this radio show, I am taking some volunteers to help with this transcription project that I'm working on to get them all transcribed and uh, to have YouTube videos made. Particularly love anybody do, who does some audio uh, editing and that kind of thing or video uh, work. Um, and organization is always helpful. People who can manage a little bit of flow, that kind of thing, a little bit of flow of work and tasks. And uh, much, much appreciated. All right. And uh, donations also to cover the cost of the transcription. Yes. And all of this. Pulling it together so more people can enjoy the radio show. You can make a donation at jenniferhadley.com. It's tax deductible for the Power of Love Ministry or make a donation at powerofloveministry.net. So we place our hand on our heart. We give thanks. We give thanks for each other and this holy instant that we are sharing. We give thanks for the love of God that never fails, the light of God that is in our heart. We let the Spirit do the heavy lifting. We rejoice to enjoy holy relationships. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, and thank you. Mwah.